Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location. Dustin Hawkinsmith here from Penn Live with a quick look at Penn State's home matchup against Central Michigan. Week four of the 2022 season, Penn State 3-0, Central Michigan 1-2 coming into this. And Penn State started the week as a 25-point favorite. We've seen that point spread stretch to about 28.5, depending on when you hear this. And I think it shows that sports bettors and sports books are expecting Penn State to score, and they're expecting a bigger-than-expected uh, victory in this one. But Penn State still has to go out there and take care of business. I've got four different items uh, to note going into this game. One would be the objective for the Penn State offense to go deep, to, to threaten the Central Michigan defense down the field. It's a good formula to improve to 4-0 for the season. You have a Central Michigan team that does present a little danger on the offensive side, both on the ground and through the air. They've got the number 19 passing offense in America, number 27 in scoring. But this game does set up for Penn State to make big plays down the field. We've seen the running game kind of take center stage over the past two weeks for sure. I think this is a game where Penn State will establish the run, but I think will create a lot of chunk plays through the air. And that could be targets down the field. That could be short targets that Penn State wide receivers turn into big gains. Central Michigan ranks number 125 in America defending the pass. And it's a bit of a trend here that ranking number 112 last year, even when they won nine games, one opponent of note would be week one, Oklahoma State. Uh, Central Michigan gave up 58 points, 400-plus passing yards in that game. Lost 58-44. So the formula sets up for Parker Washington, Keandre Lambert-Smith, Trey Wallace, maybe one or two others to make some big plays probably go sprinting through that Central Michigan secondary, maybe make some plays down the field. You've seen the running game uh, really come along the past two weeks. You've also seen a, a couple wide receivers who have gotten involved but haven't had their big day yet. I would expect at least one of those in this game. And I think Parker Washington, Keandre Lambert-Smith, and Trey Wallace all fall into that category. A breakout, breakthrough kind of day could be coming for at least Penn State wide receiver and probably more than one if the stats are supported in this game. Uh, the Penn State run game is definitely worth watching here, but the pass game has a great opportunity. I think production will come whether you've got Sean Clifford, Drew Aller, or even Christian Veyor under center, depending on how the game flows and how quickly James Franklin might be able to get to his backups. Expect some big plays, lots of yards, and lots of points in this game. On the flip side on offense, I think it's important to continue the progress that we've seen from the Penn State offensive line and the Penn State ground game, but specifically that offensive line, move some bodies in this game. Uh, Penn State hasn't always delivered when an, an outmatched opponent comes to Beaver Stadium, and they haven't really been able to, to roll through them as much as fans think that they should. This is a good opportunity to take a step in that direction. You have more hope along the offensive line than you have in, you've had in at least two or three years. This is a group that created big holes and also didn't allow any sacks last week at Auburn. Continued that momentum. You know, they were able to pave the way for Nick Singleton to have a second straight 100-yard day. It's not a perfect group up front. You still have a rotation at right tackle. You still might have um, position change in the future there or someplace else. 
Uh, but it's a group that does appear to be turning a corner and has a good combination of talent, some of which is pretty young still, including Olu Fashanu, a first-year starter at left tackle, Landon Tangwall, first-year starter at left guard, and Sal Wormley, first-year starter at right guard. Juice Scruggs, of course, moved from guard to center this season to anchor this group. Um, you know, I, I think all of them have been playing at a pretty high level. Hunter Norzad has come in as a reserve, also played a big role as a versatile guy who could play really any of the three interior spots. Penn State looks to have the bodies now, and now they're getting results on the field. Prior to week two of this season, when Nick Singleton broke out, hadn't had a 100-yard rusher in 17 games. Now they've got one in back-to-back weeks. I would expect it to be three straight in this one without much workload for Nick Singleton to maybe get there. Look for another 10 carries, another 100-yard-plus day, in addition to what I expect Penn State to do in the passing game. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our locations, including our new State College Dispensary, located at 1248 South Atherton Street. Let's talk medical marijuana, and let our confidence become yours. Another key in this one could be to finish strong for Penn State. Central Michigan never stopped playing in Week 1 at Oklahoma State. It's a good matchup to watch in this one. They were down 51-15. Oklahoma State scored quickly just 37 seconds into the second half to open up that lead. They caught off the dogs at that point, but Central Michigan really didn't stop fighting. They scored four of the next five touchdowns in the game, including three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and they made that game much closer, certainly than it felt early on. 58-44 was the final. That's a key theme for Penn State this week, assuming they have some big offensive success early in this game. James Franklin has made it a point to rotate bodies early, middle, late. doesn't really matter the opponent, but you would expect if Penn State is able to open up, let's say, a, a five-touchdown lead in the second half, like Oklahoma State did, that, that Franklin will go to some more wholesale lineup changes, meaning second-teamers, third-teamers, um, at a number of spots across the board. I would say uh, that Penn State, probably a better team than Oklahoma State, probably a deeper team than Oklahoma State, and they've been able to get some of that depth key experience through the first three weeks. So if you do see wholesale lineup changes, Penn State should fare a little bit better, especially with that lesson from Oklahoma State still pretty fresh in their eyes. James Franklin will make it important. The urgency will be there, I I would imagine, for Penn State's reserves. And I would also say that when Penn State goes to its backups on offense, no matter whether that's Drew Aller or Christian Bayor, I would still expect a talented, good enough quarterback to keep moving the ball and for Penn State to to call plays as if they're still managing a game. Get these guys key repetitions, not just sitting on the ball and draining the clock. I think Penn State will continue scoring even without Sean Clifford on the field. You've seen their depth at running back as well. I think this is a group that can keep scoring. And I think there will be some pride on the line for this Penn State defense, even if it's the backups, uh, to, to limit what Central Michigan can do and not allow that run of points that Oklahoma State did. 
One final note here, three players just worth watching on the Central Michigan side. One will be running back Lou Nichols III. He's off to a bit of a slower start than expected. He did carry it 26 times for 72 yards and two touchdowns against Oklahoma State. James Franklin talked about him this week and just admired his production, his ability to, to make yards happen, and he's somebody that the Penn State defense will have to target. Still just a sophomore from Detroit. He led the Football Bowl subdivision in rushing last season with 1,848 yards and 341 carries. He's the definition of a workhorse. I would expect them to try to get him involved early in this game. If they can shorten the game, keep the Penn State offense off the field, that's part of the formula for a long-shot victory. Expect Lou Nichols in this one, and I think the, the challenge for Penn State will be to not allow him to get back on track after that monster 2021 season. Quarterback Daniel Richardson is a native of Miami, Florida. He threw for 424 yards and four touchdowns in that loss to Oklahoma State. He's got sophomore eligibility, but we've seen him play in games in 2019, 20, and 21 in addition to this year. He emerged as a team starter last season when he threw for 2,633 yards, 24 touchdowns, and six interceptions. Uh, really good engineer of the Jim McElwain offense. Solid player. He's efficient. Little on the small side at 5'10". But he's a guy who can, who I would expect will keep slinging the ball for four quarters, as we've seen already this year. You also can't assume mistakes with him. He doesn't seem to make them on his own, but Penn State's defense is starting to emerge as a unit that can force mistakes to happen. I think that'll be key in early in this one to try to make this a blowout quickly. Uh, one last player, also on the offensive side of the ball, wide receiver Jalen McGoy. He's a transfer from Ball State. He's originally from Detroit. This is a, this kid is six foot four and two hundred twenty five pounds. So you can see the matchup problem that that can create. He leads the team in receiving with eleven catches for two hundred yards. He's got two touchdowns. That average of eighteen point two yards per catch does present a viable big play threat to to the Penn State defense. Somebody that they'll have to keep an eye on throughout this game. Uh, expect Central Michigan to throw it 50-plus times in this game. That's become kind of a trend for Penn State opponents as they've taken away the run game and or built big leads. I would expect more of the same in this one as Central Michigan tries to play from behind. Uh, McGoy is high on the list of Chippewa players who can actually make a threat to this Penn State defense. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Blue White Breakdown. As always, be sure to follow along the daily Penn State podcast from Penn Live. Those are everywhere podcasts are, and everything else we do is available at penlive.com slash football. We'll see you next time here on the Blue White Breakdown. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location.